Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In. I'm in Alaska for our annual wilderness episode. And... I had scheduled an interview with Sarah Palin. Uh, whatever you think of her politics, she's a straight-talking, rugged outdoorsman. But she canceled because of her nail appointment, so it's frustrating. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but I've had a lot of cancellations over the last year. And I feel like if I can get just one monster interview, people will forget about all that and maybe give my show some respect. And that's what I'm looking for, a little respect in this world. So I'm out here in the wild, and you might wonder why I'm whispering. I'm out here in the wild uh, searching for Bigfoot. I feel like uh, Bigfoot could put me on the map. Bigfoot, Sasquatch, the Yeti, the Himalayan beast, Momo, the abominable snowman, Yowie, Mete, Raksha, Kikomba, the great bear, the Himalayan beast. Let me take a breath. He has lots of names. I've been out here for six days, living off the land, doing what it takes to survive, eating things that'll make a billy goat puke. Remember one thing when you come out here with cash levy? An ample supply of body bags. Body ba- Oh my god, I think I see him. Wait, he's- I see someone rustling in the, in the wilderness over there. Let me, let me get... <laughs> What? Uh, what? I think it's Bigfoot. Let me. Let me. Cash. TJ. What? What are you? What are you t- oh, let me get his head up. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, TJ, sorry, you, I had to get I the head you off. Were, you look. Are you Bigfoot? Well, Sasquatch? No. The Yeti? No. The Abominable Snowman? No. Raksha? No. The Great Bear? No. The Himalayan Beast? No. Yowie? Yeah. Ma- really? No. Yowie? No? no. No, 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 None of those things. What was the other one? Mayte? That's it. I'm Mayte. Kikomba? Not. No, no, no. 
Just Maytay. Maytay. The, the, you the, take responsibility the deplorable, for Maytay. Deplorable, abominable Maytay. That, what have you... You're, this whole thing has been a hoax? No. There's some other guy. His name is Lucas. And he's the Bigfoot guy. He's in the sort of, you know, he's in the mix. He's the one in all the photographs. But Wait, I, you guys all know each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Every, is an outrage. that you mentioned, not really. Everybody that you mentioned, we're just trying to give some, some, some you know, people no, I've been something out here for to believe six in. days looking for Bigfoot. Yeah, and it turns out it's we're you? Trying to, well, Bigfoot's not here. He's in North Dakota or something. I'm, t- I'm, I'm sort of, Maytay, you know, I, I sort of take the, the forests of Northern California. We're trying to give people something to believe We're in, in Cash. We're in right now. What? You've traveled pretty far north. Oh, shit. I was so drunk on the plane. I remember they were like, you do know you're going to Alaska. And I was like, you do know you are too, right? <laughs> I gotta tell you. She didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. They took, I had brought my own bottle of alcohol on the, the uh, flight and they took it away from me. It's Sorry, I, you have I got coffee it. out here. Well, here's the thing: it's so hot out here, you know, in, in the in the in the summer, and then now it being the kind of it's not yet the summer, but it's still the spring. It gets kind of cold, and they've got great coffee up here in Alaska. I guess I thought it well, was Northern I, California. I, I was up here going, you know, well, what is this blue bottle coffee from San Francisco? And it's not at all. I love your co- I love your costume. Thank you. You know this costume really, actually, really and looking. I expensed it. The hell out of me at first. You know I expensed this costume. This is mm-hmm. an expense. It's a deduction in my taxes. And I hope I hope you actually. Yeah. Got I, it. Well, I didn't notate that last week. You know, I'm still trying to work on. That yeah, it's whole, hard. You know, sometimes uh, you look at Jack situation. Na- Nassau yeah. was I mean, not. Am I ever going to be able to live down the right. space just Jack? I just seriously, fifteen grand on Pemberton Buttlesnicks uh, uh, pins. And that's the worst thing. Buttons. They misspelled it. They said Pemberton Buttlesnicks. Oh, that's probably why you have a big box of them in your house. Uh. Your taxes are a nightmare, by the way. So yeah, if we could write off this whole. Uh, I'm a ma- we, look. I'm Maytay, and this is this is a forty thousand dollar costume. Yeah, look at this. This is all real human hair, and I got the hair myself. It's usually a fifty thousand dollar costume, but I got ten grand off by providing my own human hair. Yeah, so you actually. I just had to shave. Your, yeah. What I did is I went. I offered free haircuts to the elderly on a yeah. Wednesday yeah. about. Uh, I Jesus, I'd say about fifteen and a half years ago. <laughs> And I took them, and instead of the, you know, most of them were senile. Instead of giving them a cut, I just shaved it all off into a bucket and uh, and brought my own stuff. So, uh, you know, this is my suit. I, what, I try. I go as Maytay. Why are you? Out we want to give people something to believe in. We oh, want okay. people need Loch Ness yeah. monsters and you know Sarah Palin's and all, all those sort of these mythical beasts, yeah, these mystical, disgusting yeah, mythical creatures. Nancy Grace. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't want to bring this up, but. A couple of the guys, uh, the, the guy who plays Sasquatch and the yeah. guy who plays, uh, what was the thing that you said after me? Uh, Kikumba? Yeah. The, the Great guy, Bear, the Himalayan Beast? The Himalayan Yowie? Beast. Raksha? So the Himalayan K- Beast and Sasquatch both think, and I, I disagree, but they think that Nancy Grace is another guy. Really? It's one of these they guys. They think it's a fictional thing. Yeah, they think that he's wearing a suit that is uglier and more disgusting well, did than you any of ours. I, I don't know if you recall when, when Nancy Grace held you hostage and whipped you and did some horrible things to you uh, in her chamber well, I of wonder, death. But I wondered do you about remember, that. Do you I, remember anything like that? Do you I remember, remember her being a man? I remember two things. Yeah. I remember her the strength and force with which she whipped me. And just the sheer ugliness or the odor No, of her? I remember she turned around at one point and I was like, is that a fucking zipper on the back of her neck? Mm-hmm. 
But I just thought, you know, she's so disgusting. She probably mm-hmm. fell asleep on her parka. Yeah. Woke up the zippers in the in her the fat of her neck. <laughs> you know she has a book that came out. Really? Someone tweeted it to me. What's yeah. it called? Yeah. Um I don't take no for nothing answers. <laughs> I'm not gonna read it. Be I'm afraid. It. Be very afraid. Lots yeah. of people are trying to kill and rape. Is that the name of it? It's horrible. It's she's a horrible person. God, I don't she want to talk about her right the now. culture of fear. All right, yeah, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. You know, so you're in all just world, actors. Yeah. In a world where the media Makes you be scared of everything. Let's let's give the people something to believe in. So I wander around here. Is it true? Because I've heard rumors that the swimmer uh, is, you know, Mark Spitz is actually uh, the Loch Ness monster. That he actually goes into that costume. Is that just rumors or or what? I can't comment on it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say that it's rumors, uh-huh. but I'm also not going to say that it's not. Okay, just hearsay. Okay, it's got a sense? really long neck. That makes a lot of sense. He must have mm-hmm. a really. Has a mustache, which probably slows him down while he's swimming. Yeah. Not if you're in that suit, though. I don't know how you win a world record with a mustache. Yeah, I, I guess, I guess you win it so that you you always have that picture. Yeah, of well, you this, with the medal I mean, and the mustache. This is amazing that you're out here, medal and in the mustache, TJ. Because I actually have my recording equipment with me. You have a barber slash trophy shop. <laughs> well, it's more of a barn. It was called Medals and Mustache. Yeah, I, I I used to frequent that establishment. I, uh, it's nice to be out here because we're out in the wilderness and we're doing the nature, uh, the wilderness episode. Would you like to do it with me? Oh, you are. Yeah, I was actually. Well, who's going to be your guest? Well, I was gonna. It was going to be Bigfoot. So it's a very well, ironic. Cash. It was very ironic that you. Would you accept a fill-in that is Mate? Yeah, I'll, I'll accept Mate. Maybe I'll, on some other occasion I'll interview Bigfoot himself. You know that that guy. I got to be honest with you. You think he'd be a Lucas, good interview? He's just an asshole. He really Lucas? is. Okay. Yeah, he's just he's Guy in that Bigfoot big costume. He thinks he's the biggest of all the foots because mm-hmm. he, he, you know, he's the one that they most commonly refer to as Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, sometimes we all we all go and have lunch once a year in San Antonio at a sort of a secret location. Is does Momo come too? Because Momo seems like he's hard to find. Momo comes. He's mostly in Hawaii right now. Okay. You know, yeah. he, he had three kids. So he has some off season. Two things. of them have fangs and fur all over their mm-hmm. face. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's yeah exactly. He's kind of an off season guy. Uh, but every time I go to have this lunch, you know, it feels like the guy that plays Sasquatch and the guy that plays Bigfoot are kind of, they won't let me sit next to them. They're always sniggling yeah, and I mean, looking Momo's over at me with attitude. their little sniggle yeah. tooths. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're one of the lesser known big bears, basically. Exactly. I mean, Maytay, a lot of people didn't know about that. I mean, when people talk about Bigfoot, you know, the abominable snowman, he gets pretty top billing. Yeah, and billing. that guy, Kevin's cool. Kevin is a cool guy. He gets top billing when people talk about that. Um, you know, a lot of people know about him. I think people Sasquatch. say Bigfoot more than Sasquatch uh, the Yeti. the abominable The Yeti yeah. gets a lot of plot. Uh, and the Yeti, the Yeti is this guy, uh, Christie's. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's Argentinian, and he's a weird one. You know, he's mm-hmm. one of those guys where it's like, all right, buddy, take off the costume. There's no one around, and he won't yeah. do it. Is it true that Yowie uh, kind of swings both ways? Uh, he's, <laughs> look, let me put it this way. Because uh, I had sex you know with what, a girl once, you know and she said, she said, you did the Yowie. Wow. Which, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that meant, but it sounded like it. Sounds I was terrible. showing some versatility. Yeah. 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 Or just you, you're a mythical beast in bed. I'd yeah. like to believe yeah. that, okay. right? Okay, okay. Uh, well, this is so exciting. The no, nature those guys episode. Will, yeah. you know, those guys will, uh, you know, that, that one guy will swing both ways. 
Well, maybe we'll do an episode with all of them on the same episode. But for now, just can't I think imagine we that should happening. kind of kick I mean, off. I don't you don't wanna... think you can get them all together. Yeah, I, yeah. I, know, I know you're trying to start the show, but I'm just kind of trying to say right now, like, between you, me, and the 12 and a half, mm-hmm. this can never get out that I'm dressed like okay. Maytag. Well, it's fortunately 12 and a half people are going to know that this whole thing has just been a, really a big costume contest. And if, really, if, it sounds like if all of the 12 and a half can please keep your lips sealed. Keep your lips sealed. Seal it with a kiss. Seal your lips, seal it with a kiss. Yeah. Return to sender. Yeah, and fooper glue. If you need a fooper glue just to keep If you gotta fooper glue glue those lips shut just to keep the just to keep the secret from getting out. Let's let's kick things off with the triple Triple banger banger lightning lightning round Wilderness yeah, edition. Yeah, we're in the middle of the wilderness, so uh, we, you don't have yeah. the, any of the equipment we're for in the, the songs, middle, right? We're, we're in the middle of the wilderness. Uh, we're going to start off with the Triple Banger Lightning Round. Question one, car camping. More car than camping? Now, this is a term that you brought to my attention. I actually I haven't used this a lot. I didn't yeah. know about it. People are, I went camping. No, you sat in a parking lot. And okay? so is it, Some people is it had flat RV? screen TVs. Is it an RV? Uh, people go camping, and they go, I like to car camp. And that means... That you, you go into a parking lot in the forest, and you can see... No, look, I'm not saying it's not fun. I'm saying it's a half measure. It's a, You're not really in the wilderness like I've been for the last six weeks. Right. Uh, or six days. It felt like six weeks looking for uh, the Yeti. Every the day in the wilderness Momo, feels like one week. Uh, the Great Beast. Yeah, it's it's... My theory of backpacking, see, I like backpacking. What that is is you carry everything in so you're too far from civilization and you're far enough that you feel a little scared you might, you might die. I think right. that's what's fun. That's, that's, that's real getting you know, to touch with nature. And car camping is when you're sitting in a parking lot and you can hear someone else's television set in their RV. So it, I so it is RVs then. So it, it yeah, doesn't I, have to be RVs. I a lot of times it's, it's just cars when people uh, pitch a tent next to them. I, I, like I'm saying, I'm not saying it's not fun for yeah. those of you out there that love car camping. More power to you. I just think it's a half measure. It's kind of like it's standing more, in Motel Six. It's more yeah. car than camping, and yeah. I, I actually think uh, you know it's a lot of people. It's no tumbleweed rodeo. That's what exactly. I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? I, I just I feel like there are a lot of people that. Uh, Say that you know they want to say they're car camping, and really you're living out of your car. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, you've been living. Yeah, things in your being car fueled by your lighter. Your lighter right. is still yeah, around. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I, I don't. Are know. Are you a big I, camping guy? You like camping? I really like camping, and I think the point of it is, you know, car camping. You have people. You know, should you really have a massage chair that you bring with you? I think you need to get out into the wilderness and uh, get about at least three miles, four miles from civilization, where if something bad happens. Uh, you're gonna have a, you're gonna get a story out of it. Yeah, I, I mean, a, I had a lot of great stories that came from camping. Um, I have a mistress actually that I kind of see on the weekends sometimes. Uh, her name is Bernard, and uh, uh, she and I, you know, she likes camping, but she's got to have room service. Yeah. So what I do is, you know, I I hire a chef and a team. Andy Windack actually uh, at Wind Attack. Yeah. Um. He uh. He, you know, he's he's a great chef, and so I bring him up. He brings his team, and we just it's a fake phone. I give her a plastic yeah. phone. Okay. He stays within earshot, hiding in the bushes. He's usually in camouflage, and she'll say, "I'd like a hamburger or whatever it is," and then you know they'll make it and then bring it in. Uh. And then the rest, you know, we still shit in a box. You know, we're yeah, pissing sure. on leaves. Yeah. Get poison oak. Poison yeah, ivy, poison oak. There's no poison oak or ivy. I bring it with. 
But yeah, just rub it all over your yeah, face. Yeah, rub it just up. Just rub it all over your face. Because what is a camping trip without uh, the poison oak face? Yeah, and you also need to, you know, get get some scratches. Get a, get a branch. Just, uh, you know, scratch yourself with it in some really tender areas. My favorite backpacking story, just so you know the di- differentiation between backpacking and car camping. This never could have happened on a car camping trip. Right. I uh, uh, climbed uh, 10 miles into the wilderness of Colorado with my buddy Todd. Ooh, I like it. And we climbed up to the top of a <laughs> Why mountain. Why did I sound like that? Ooh, I like it. Well, because you are so uh, Can I take off the You're suit? You're yeah, Take it I, off if you need to. It's so hot. Uh, that's so weird. You have a Mate suit underneath. That's yeah. strange. Well, this, and this one's a lot of people wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah Lycra suit. So you climbed 10 miles. Now, the goal was uh, there was a hot springs on the top of a mountain, uh, right near the top. And we had heard great stories about it. Yeah. So we climbed 10 miles uh, into the wilderness. And sure enough, uh, there was a hot tub and people were sitting naked in a giant uh, natural springs. Wow. And uh, it started to snow. So, so I spent the night. all this way to see a bunch of middle-aged naked. No, no, no. There was, there was some mountain people. And I say that lovingly. It started to snow, and I didn't have really a lot of gear for the snow. We didn't really have a tent, right? So I spent the entire night in the hot tub. No, and uh, yeah, just because it was you warm. Sleep in, there. in it, or no? I didn't sleep in it, but I actually, uh, I actually, I <laughs> there were some really good looking girls. <laughs> I, actually, I actually tried to tried to rub one out in the hot tub. <laughs> But I was not able to come to fruition. I wasn't. I, I was too, it freaked me out too much. The water was murky, by well, that, the way. That's because you're coming I to fruition try, instead of coming to climax. I did try to, uh, uh, to, 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 you know, to have and a morning notice, jack. I, I tried to have a morning they, jack. They, did, they the, didn't notice that your shoulder was sort of moving violently back and forth? No, I, was, I, was, I might have been rubbing against a branch. I'm not sure, right? So I, Why are there branches the story in gets the better. Tub? The story gets better, by the way. By the way, it gets really actually quite gruesome. But... Um, Gross. So I, I, um, I'm surprised I've never told you the story because I haven't it heard really it. Kind of shaped my life a little bit. Huh. Uh, kind of changed the way I, I see the world. But so I tried. You know, there were some girls in the hot tub. Uh, I, I just tried to kind of. In any event, that didn't work. That part right, of the equation. Right, right. Uh, spent the night in there. About a week or two later, I started to experience uh, some problems in my uh, uh, ball region. I every time I would. Uh, have an orgasm it was like i was it was like i was passing an, an elephant through no, the tip of my true. penis it, yeah. hurt? it was extremely painful now i have to admit right here on the show it's the nature episode by the way yeah there was something kind of pleasurable about it because after i passed this thing out of then i'd feel good there'd be a release mm-hmm. so it's i kind of like liked it. A kidney stone. it was kind of like passing every time i have an orgasm Went to the doctor and apparently something uh, that evening in that hot tub had crawled in to my no. penis and was living in my ball. No. Yeah. And uh, if you know, so I had to take some really strong antibiotics. So strong. I, I love that like, you're in. If you're in a hot tub or hot springs, <laughs> if you're in a hot springs long enough, yeah. just some organism is like, you know what? There's it's, no way this is a penis. No yeah, one would it keep it down be, here. No that one long. would stick. No this one would, has got to be a hollow branch. No one would try. I go right in. A morning jack. You probably, you probably should have been rubbing against that branch. <laughs> <laughs> So something crawled in, and so they said, look, we only have one shot at this. I remember the doctor saying that. He said, this is a really serious thing. We have one shot at and, this. And did he what, – what was his sort of – you know, did he, it's a, he some seen kind anything of like this before? It was some kind of bacteria. Sure. Um, he actually kind of laughed and said, you know, I spent most of the 60s in that same hot tub. I, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> he had a mustache and a medal. <laughs> He actually broke out a, a scrapbook of pictures of him <laughs> with uh, some of the greater with Colorado and all the different bacteria. Yeah. So 
um, I had to take this really strong uh, medicine, Cipro. I guess it's the strongest antibiotic. Yeah. And like, I couldn't even go out in the sun or, or I, I would burst into flames. Like, it was, it was a pretty serious antibiotics. And it, and it went away. I've been fine ever since. And God, that's uh, so crazy. There that's are those the that believe. Thing. There are those that believe that that's why I only have nine toes. But that had nothing to do with it's it. It's so scary to think of something going up your honey stick hole. Well, you, you know, you remember the bot fly story. Yeah, I mean, that's you, why the bot fly story things. meant nothing to me. It, animals like to somehow try to burrow into my body. I know. That's what it is. You know. So, uh, so that's what that that was uh, that was one of my one of my favorite stories. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you weren't. Uh, you know, eating or uh, yeah, while you were listening. If you're eating while you're listening, I don't know. I mean, I guess take little bites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because there's always that risk. Let's move along to triple, triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, question number two. And nobody knows that I question the but A strangest thing to bring to a sleepover, a pillow, tonsils in a jar, or your Uncle Bob. I'm like, Uncle Bob's pretty weird because you're like, hey guys, I'm here. I brought cookies and uh, my mom gave me 20 bucks for pizza. Uh, this is my Uncle Bob. Hey guys, hey, I- I'm just here to chaperone and maybe get in the hot springs for a while. Anybody want to put some bacteria down behind a stick hole? Uh, I think tonsils in a jar is weird because a lot of people will take out their retainer uh-huh. or their braces or their teeth whitening trays. Uh, they'll sort of pull them out and put them in the, um, you know, the cup next to their bed. It's weird if everyone does that and then you just put a jar of tonsils up there. Mm. Are yeah, they you your tonsils? Statement. Well, that'd be the interesting thing if you just said they were not your tonsils. Really? Yeah. If you said that, that that would make it. Interesting. There you go. Hey, you guys, don't worry. They're not my tonsils. <laughs> I used to bring scarier. tonsils. I used to bring um, a pillow to a sleepover, and I would sleep inside the pillowcase. I was really small. Really? That's one useful thing about being small. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was really I'd big. Like, and Where's I used your to... sleeping bag? And I just pull the pillowcase off and sleep inside of it. I mean, that's a pretty small one. I think one. I kind of did it as a. Uh, I was actually quite cold when I do it. But yeah. I was proud that I could pull it off. I've always, you know, I've used bars of soap in a pillowcase to beat, a, you know, beat another cadet in the boot camp. <laughs> and uh, I would love to have a little man in there. I mean, that would be the right. Because you could sort of punch as I, as I whipped the pillowcase. Uh, the, old I used, the, old, the old punch and whip technique. I, I was so tall, I used to always put myself in a sleeping bag, which would come up to the mid-thighs, and then put another sleeping bag on the other end. So it's kind of like a Chinese finger trap. <laughs> if you pull both at the same time, it would literally rip me in half. Almost like drawing and quartering a man with a horse and a truck. Yeah. Um, but, now, by know, the way, I want to apologize. If we've done that question before, I had a question mark next to it. So I wasn't sure if that had been a triple banger before. I don't think we've done it, though. I don't think so. But you know what? If we repeat ourselves, what have we said over and over again? It's free. It's free. Yeah, it's free. It's a free podcast. Yeah. We do it for you, yeah, the 12 and a half. We're just two human beings in yeah. Alaska trying to bring you a little right. bit of entertainment. And I'm we out just here. want 12 and a half listeners to love their yeah. afternoon And, and we, you know what? We get pretty personal, too. I mean, I don't think, I don't think you guys... Had heard that story about my yeah. honey stick? No, certainly not. And That's by, a pretty personal story about a man's honey stick. By the way, you, you wonder, you know, I am in a Mayte suit. You think I'm getting paid for this? No. <laughs> I do this for the love of the game, and that game is tricking a society into believing that there is a missing link between man and animal <laughs> that is wandering the earth, specifically in Alaska, who's also coincidentally drunk enough to think that it's Northern California. <laughs> 
Triple banger lightning round. round. Uh, question question three, 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 three. The device you'd most likely never use in your house. Your juicer, your George Foreman grill, your new wave oven, or your condom. I have a French new wave oven, which does all really sort of boring, long croissants. That's what <laughs> I think it'll eat. The reason I put the new wave oven in there is you were there when my wife bought a new... I don't remember if you remember your staycation. Oh. You had a staycation uh, in Manhattan Beach, where I live. And you came over, and we were. she showed you the video of the new wave oven. And see, I don't remember it either. But and my the wife new, was but the telling me about it. The new wave oven is the one that you, she's never used. It. But it's she just also like, has it's never magnetic, used the juice, right? Isn't it? As I don't even know how it works because no one's ever turned it on. I, I, I think you have to rub sticks together. I, no, I don't think you turn it on. I think it heats it through magnetic oh, okay. something. Um, yeah, I mean that is something that you rarely use. But I, I just I did something. I, I kept arguing with Cherbel over and over again. That's my Wait house second. boy That's that I same, live with. It's the same house boy that, that, that when I was doing your taxes you told me about. Yeah. So this is kind of a long-term relationship now for you. Well, I, you know, she, she, you know, I think it's taken. I think lives, this is something that's it's taken. She she lives in the attic. Mhm. She's a kept woman. <laughs> so, uh Cherville sort of said you are not allowed to take the blender out of the kitchen, you know, which is what we call the kitchen. Yeah. And she said, you know, I'm going to use it. She kept threatening to use it. And here's what I did. Don't tell anybody. Hey, what are you looking at, squirrel? Turn around. When I want to talk to you, I'll address you by your first name, Ron. I name all the squirrels up here. It's such a lonely existence. Yeah, I bet it is. I hid the blender. Yeah. That's what I do. Sometimes, if the, and this might be practical living for the modern age. This indeed age. is practical, practical living for the modern age. age. Yeah, it's the nature thing. So, again, I love singing the songs. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember yeah. last the taxes. Yeah. We anyway. So, and, and if you're listening at home, we, we don't even have any electronics out here. Yeah, this is all we're speaking into pine cones yeah. that then have fishing lines that attach them to cans to, and Dixie cups on the other side. Exactly of the, of of the, the cans uh, of the earth, really the earth. Yeah, yeah it, it's really weird. We had to. Yeah. This is actually the kind of the most low uh, budget podcast ever released. Yeah, and, and, we, and, and we'd like to, we'd like to ask all of you to sort of recognize what a monumental moment that is. Yeah, and just to get in the spirit of it, saying. I just grabbed some uh, eucalyptus uh, eucalyptus leaves and some poison oak on my Johnson. I like eucalyptus my, leaves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, leaves. <laughs> Eucalyptus leaves. Really didn't deliver leaves, that one. <laughs> eucalyptus leaves. Uh, they just they, they sort of bring up your spirits. You know, yeah. they're good for the sinus, and also they help you well, soar. They really I lift us my up. Supple into the whipple air. with some eucalyptus leaves. <laughs> right, supple. I, yeah, my supple whipple. Whipple. Yeah. Uh, here's what you do. If you've got a significant other, they're really into this appliance or whatever book, printer, fax, anything. You're really into that, and and they never use it. Say, for instance, like April's new wave oven. Sure. Ever. What I what I what I do is I say hide it, hide mm-hmm. it. Okay. And if you've hit it for two weeks, and they haven't mentioned it, give it away or throw it out. Mm, interesting. They'll That's never what know. I've done with some relationships too. You, know, you hide some friends. Like, where's Jerry? Well, you know, he's around. Meanwhile, he's bound and gagged it's in the too cupboard. Long since you asked. Yeah. Yeah, just bound and gagging and covered. Him. I'm going to move it along. We're going to move past where were you because we're in Alaska. We don't talk about where we were. No, no, no. we're talking uh, about where we are. Yeah, where we are right now is in Alaska, and we're going to move along to essential questions of human nature. Essential questions of, of human, nature. human nature. 
and it's, we mean nature literally this yeah, time. This is this is uh, why are we not harnessing uh, gym energy? You know, people are in all these like people are on on you know stairmasters. Uh, this is an why, unbelievable question. Why, why are I we not this. making human windmills basically, where people are fueling all this running, all this cycling, all this stuff? Why aren't those same people fueling the energy of the gym and the world, by the way? And I'm not going to just stop there. We should harness everything we're doing. We should be harnessing our dancing. We should be harnessing our sex and our masturbation. We should harness masturbation. So be like, hey, uh, why are you masturbating at the library? I got to keep the lights on. (laughs) I do like... Somebody's got to keep the lights on. It would be interesting if you could... What do you think? If we harness all of our activity. But there's too much shame involved in masturbation such that people wouldn't want to admit when they're doing it to bring the, you know, to to put on the energy straps. Um, (laughs) I just imagine imagine that it's a sort of a belt that's attached to your arm and as you masturbate, it's sort of, you know, it it helps this wind... It's like a wind propulsion Mm -hmm. machine. Okay. Uh, But you actually... That's weird. You just broke out a design... Uh, you actually carved it into a tree. So you're one step ahead of well, me. I, I, the I, masturbation propulsion. You know, machine. I'm out here alone for a long time, so I okay. work on all Just, kinds. I of I thought inventions. that was interesting. That's all. I've got. I'm working on one thing that is uh, when you itch your navel, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it helps. Uh, it, it helps uh, the static cling around you uh, d- dissipate. Okay. Yeah. It really is the dumbest idea I've ever had. <laughs> and I wish I hadn't said it. I wish I hadn't thought of it. But I spent about two months on it, so yeah, you know, I want to bring it up. Uh, I, I got to say, the gym. Why are we not every yeah. single? No gym should be run by anything but the people. Every, power. All the ellipticals yeah. should be running the lights in the gym, and then much more important than that, I think if they can store the electricity in an energy bank, think about how many people mm-hmm. are working out right now nationwide in the United mm-hmm. States. Absolutely, yeah. it, must, it must be. Thousands. Mm-hmm. There's got to be thousands. There's got to be a thousand and twelve. There's got to yeah, be more than a thousand twelve. Thousand and twelve and a half. <laughs> I think all of our listeners are on the elliptical, but that's that's real. I mean, if yeah. you if you did that, wouldn't we be able to create some energy? That is such a good point. Yeah. So that's that's the essential question. So you're saying the answer is we're just too lazy to figure it out. Well, and right I now. I worry that maybe people would say, well, if I'm working out, then why don't I get a piece of this money or something? But maybe the answer is <clears throat> for us to start something called Earth Power Gym. Mm. And I, that's a working title, and it's mm-hmm. not going to change yeah. unless it's to tweet well, Yeah, you know what? Speaking of uh, working titles, let's move it along to uh, – it's a working title. Some people like to call it uh, tweet Others like to call it – Telling me the things you wanna do for me. I lie, but I don't like what I think I see. Take it to the streets. What now? Take it to the streets. Where are you gonna take it? You don't know me, but I'm your brother. That's actually. Did you notice? That that a lot of animals came over and oh yeah, were, uh, a couple of birds landed on, and you got birds that landed on your shoulders and that arms. That was interesting. Yeah. Uh, I like the part where it says, you don't know me, but I'm your brother. Yeah. Because that always be an awkward situation. Someone comes up to yeah. you and says, hey, uh, you don't know me, but I'm your brother. That is weird. Can yeah. I borrow $30? <laughs> it's usually... Yeah, I it, need some Cipro so for my honey stick. Yeah. <laughs> I need some Cipro for my honey stick. I like it. Um, I'm going to read one of yours that it really intrigued me. Um, 
uh, whenever this is at not TJ Miller, because uh, by the way, a, b- a bunch of people started following the, the girl, by the way. Is that true? Yeah. I know you've been out in the wilderness, so I thought I'd catch you up on it. Well, I think, listen, I she has at least like 40 or 50 followers. She hasn't noticed yet. Um, The girl, by the way, if you didn't hear the story, somebody's using TJ's name and never tweets. Uh, She's only tweeted like 16 times. She generally says things like work, work, work. Or uh, at one point, what was the weird one she she wrote? I mean, she writes. She wrote Wiener exclamation mark. She just wrote that's Wiener, it. Exclamation mark. Which uh, she might have been in that. But hot if tub. you follow yeah, her, right, right, you've got to at reply her and tell her. Listen, you know, we know that you're working, but why don't you work on giving TJ his handle back? <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Maggie Stone, MM Maggie Stone, right now, who uh, who actually says uh, she just said I can't get through the whole thing, but I did take an Ambien. I'll either have a lot of fun or pass out on my face. Uh, why not both, Maggie? Why not have both? <laughs> you said at Not Teach Miller, whenever, uh, quote, so you think you can dance comes on, I can't help yelling, I can, TV. You see, I should do this again because I don't think this is in the spirit Let's of how you wrote it. start from the beginning. Yeah, this is really Whenever become... so you think you can dance comes on, I can't help yelling, I can, TV. What do you know about me? Leave it alone, sister. <laughs> so I did. I tried. That's to, also. You know, I wrote that in. It was the, a combo of how we'd both say it. I probably would go, you know, falsetto, and then you do the slightly feminine. Leave it alone, sister. <laughs> right? I like how you see <laughs> me. Uh, well, uh, uh, yeah, three I, I mean, snaps and a butt slap, sister. I'm so sick. How come we don't do that more? Three slaps and a butt slap. <laughs> Ouch. You know, you got to hit yourself hard enough that you give a little ouch. Big at the hips, end. no tits, sister. Yeah, why? I, I need to be yelling. I, I just be haven't been to any more. sporting events. I just haven't. Yeah. I haven't actually been started that. Any sporting? A, events. I started that at a chess uh, game. You did. It was in a park, and uh, yeah, it was. It, it was looked upon as a bit strange. Yeah, I think but people already thought I was strange. I like to talk shit when I play chess. You do. What do you say? Yeah, I say things like "got your." <laughs> I say things like "got your pawn, bitch." Yeah. I say stuff like... And my like, computer never, never responds. I Usually go, it's a... I go, you dirty rook. <laughs> I like Sometimes that. I say that. Yeah, I like that. All right. Let me... I, I just... I'm sick of these TV... These TVs telling us what we do. You know, mm-hmm. these sassy television saying, mm-hmm. so you think you could dance. There's that... Uh, uh, there's that show on Oxygen called We're... Ha- uh, I'm Having Their Baby mm-hmm. about adoption. You know, and I always imagine them saying, hey, I'm having their baby. It's like, why not have mine? You don't know if I want a baby or not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so Cash Cash Levy. Yeah. Uh, I love this. Well, first of all, I love you said morning, nature's full body release in your face. Because sometimes morning does feel like nature is shitting, pissing, crying, all over bleeding you. all yeah. over you. And it's not happy in the morning? Uh Here's, here's, uh, I just want to mention a couple things because I read these and they're very funny. If I open a bar, I'm going to name it Alcoholics! Exclamation mark. And the exclamation mark is key there. Yeah. Because if it's just called Alcoholics, nobody's going to really yeah. go in there. Why are there more bars called Alcoholics? Well, I, if it has an exclamation mark, I think it's like, Alcoholics! Come in here! Yeah. Come in here! Why would you not name it? Is that not legal or something? It's a perfect name for a bar. I, I think it turns off a lot of people. <laughs> and then because uh, they take that seriously, I like this. maybe there should be a bar called uh, DUI. 
And yeah, that's no, that's, that's even mean. more. Yeah, that's worse. What about what about if it says alcoholics? It's okay. It's okay in here. Mm. It's a long name of a yeah. bar. All hyphenated. Yeah. Alcoholics. It's okay in here. Exclamation mark. <laughs> question mark. Colon. Uh, and I'm not talking about the punctuation. I'm saying an actual human colon. Uh, five hours ago, you wrote, "I don't trust any car dealer who does the credit check with a palm reading." Yeah. That's pretty fun. I mean, there are a lot of things, a lot of car dealer situations that I, I wouldn't be able to trust. Well, I just feel like car dealers are getting more. Uh, if they're doing the credit check with twenty questions, the you reason can't I wrote that, that is my wife dealer. and I took our car uh, in for to, to be serviced, and this is before I went to Alaska. But somehow I was just able to tweet it mm-hmm. five hours ago. But um, he he was he was a really like of the earth car dealer. And he was saying things like, "I mean, your car just kind of knows when the time, when the, you know, when it's time." You know, he was like talking like it was a mystical car thing, like like Already the car's going to decide yeah. for us yeah. what's going on. Look, dude, we brought the car in to be fixed, not to uh, be told that cars have their own sort of yeah, they have their souls. own like life force yeah. going on, their own solar energy. And you know when a car um, tells you it needs to be fixed when the check engine light turns off. It's 1988 <laughs> and I'm a comic and a blazer. Do you like my jokes? They all sound like other people's Joe yokes. <laughs> Don't you think presumptuous is a little bit of a big word for an eight-year-old? It's 1989. <laughs> Folks, <laughs> my car stopped running. Turned out it was out of gas. Yeah. Folks, folks. Ladies, my... take a break. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, fellas, take a break. Ladies, you ever been in a car? You're like, this thing's so slow, and then you find out it's a bicycle? <laughs> folks, my car is so slow, mosquitoes <laughs> so... are hitting the back window. Mosquitoes hitting the rear window. You sound That's a visual. so deceivingly like a woman. I mean, I, I, if you call me and you talk like that. Have I made I, things clear I, enough? I, I mean, mosquitoes I, breaking the back window. You sound like somebody named Mrs. Withers. That's how slow, and they're like, hurry up, mister. Folks. My car is so non-existent, it's just cinder blocks. That's it. It's just four cinder blocks. You ever... Folks? Folks, my car is so shitty, the cinder blocks that it's been resting on... You sound like like a woman. (laughs) The cinder blocks blocks that's on are like, what's up with this? (laughs) What's such a... I love it when jokes don't even have a real joke. There's no punchline at all. Oh, yeah. What's up with this? I worked with somebody recently that his joke was like, uh, it wasn't what's up with this, but he was like. I asked my car how he was feeling. He said, that's what she said. (laughs) He goes, goes, uh, yeah. My dealer told me the car. See, I can't even do it. My dealer told me that the car, I'm Mrs. Withers' sort of transgender friend. Mistina Withers. Where it's you used to be sisters. Now we don't know what the hell we are. Folks, I gotta tell you, ladies, take a break. Fellas, go out with them. Just everybody get out of the room and let me tell this joke to myself. With the car, the car will tell you uh, that it needs to be serviced, and then it'll tell you it also like you to service its buddy Jim. And I'm talking about a car bachelor party, ladies! This is a metaphor for sex. This is not a drill. <laughs> we got to start saying that more as comedians. Yeah. This is not a drill. Yeah, go, hey, uh, in case you were wondering that last joke, this is not a drill. It's Folks, actually happening. I don't want to 
to say condoms I, suck, but I feel like I have a glad three ply on my cock. The guy, the call guy, me Tom Bosley. The guy that I was talking to, era, that I was talking about, he said he would go, "Hey, yeah. Trojan Magnums." Yeah, what? That was kind of like his joke. That I mean, there's more joke. to it, but he was like, "What are those all about?" <laughs> I got to tell you, I my you know some guys tell me. This is a couple months ago. This guy comes up to me after a show. He goes, uh, hey, uh, if you need any Trojan Magnums, uh, that's the only thing I carry. I said, first of all, it's weird to tell another guy you've got condoms on you. Who are these people you're meeting? I mean, last time I saw you when I was doing your taxes on my abacus, Mm -hmm. which is broken now, by the way. That's partially why I'm out here. That's how much money I made last year. Broke my accountant's abacus. (laughs) Folks! You sound so. You sound so much like a woman that I closed my eyes for a second and I thought Cash had left and a woman had well, arrived. Well, I, I got to be honest, and I, you don't give me a lot of credit for my acting ability, but I was in uh, Big Mama's house two and three. Really? Yeah, I was Big Mama. A lot of people don't know that. Really? Yeah. I yeah. thought Martin Lawrence not was... inside the costume. Oh, it was just yeah. his head, and you're yeah. the body, and, yeah. the, and he was voice. just riding. My he, voice. You, you were giving him a piggy. He's actually riding. Yeah, he was actually riding on top. Give me a piggyback. Yeah, I, you know, I gave Martin Lawrence. This is uh, I hate to do showbiz stories. Yeah, and name drop. No problem. We're out in the wilderness. No one's listening. I gave Martin Lawrence a piggyback ride from Burbank, California, all the way to San Diego, and they're soon going to have a railway system with a loop de loop that gets you there. But I got to tell you. He is the heaviest black comedian I've ever had on me. And I thought Big Mama's house was sort of all that. I mean, yeah. you, you, you had some prosthetics for him to be on your back, but he has really gained some weight. I mean, he weighs about 290 pounds. Mm. And I, I remember that, too, because Ed O'Neill called me and said, what the fuck? I, I, TJ promised me a piggyback ride. I wanted to give it to him, but uh, Martin... Uh, Mar- to, to, to downtown Burbank, and I had to take him. I was about halfway to San Diego when I turned around and I go, Martin, you weigh a Martin! <laughs> and he didn't think that was... He just didn't think it was funny. <laughs> We're gonna move it along. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to finish it off with uh, with, with maskers. And here. I would love to do yeah. that. Can I just finish the story? Sure. Oh, Sorry, oh. just real quick. And I, I'm not implying that oh, you're no rude. It's you know you're in my forest. Yeah. No, I understand. But I, that guy said, hey, listen, if you need any uh, Trojan Magnums, it's the only thing I carry. Okay. And I said, uh, you know, just to kind of one up him, I said, only thing I carry is Ziploc bags because my dick is a gelatinous sort of bag of flesh. <laughs> It's about a gallon's worth, gallon-sized Ziploc bags worth of penis. And I just, I get it in there, I zip it shut as far around the base of my, my, my penis and my testicles, which may or may not have bacteria in them, depending on how long mm-hmm. I was in the hot springs. And, uh, you know, and, and, and he kind of looked at me like I was gross or something, and I was like, what, you don't believe me? And I took down my pants because I wear a Ziploc bag so that I don't have any dick leaks during the performance. <laughs> And I got to say, if people look down on me that, he screamed and ran. Yeah. And I, you know, all I can say is, I showed him something he's never seen. Sure. Which I think is important. Yeah. And also, it keeps your penis fresh. You, keep, you got that mm-hmm. fresh dick taste mm-hmm. and smell when you take it out of the bag. And I, I like to keep my penis well refrigerated also. Mm. So when I go to sleep, I, I actually sleep with a mini fridge over my pelvis <laughs> that the door is open. 
But, you know, it, my Ziploc bag dick is oh, wow. inside of there. That's interesting. I'm the exact opposite. I like to heat mine. I go into hot tubs and let things crawl inside yeah. me. But, but, you know, everyone's different. Everyone's I mean, you, different. You have a different... Have you ever, have you ever uh, slept with your penis inside a pony keg? Uh, no, it was a full-size keg. <laughs> Busted! <laughs> no, but I, I, I got to say, have you ever put chicken noodle soup in a Ziploc bag and kind of sloshed it around? That's about the consistency of my honey stick. <laughs> Yeah, little chunks of chicken and pasta noodles in there. Folks, too much information. <laughs> Folks, too much uh, internal <laughs> revenue service. Let's do uh, let's do maskers. Uh, I just so happened I brought some maskers out here, and I know you did just in case. Um, this one is uh, from a Dogi Salogi at Dogi Salogi, who I, I know is a is a nice uh, a nice person, listener of the show. Um, I like the way this was phrased. Um, dot 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 dot. Are you two... Okay, he was... Let me go back. He was looking at our picture that we took when we originally decided, the day we decided to do the podcast. Oh, right. With the two of us kind of looking into it shirtless. Right. He goes, um, dot, 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 are you two, dot, 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 naked? Dot, 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 question mark. Hmm. (laughs) There's even an ellipsis before the question mark, which kind of implies like, are you two naked? It, it It was sort of like... It was a very gentle way to ask, like, what the hell was going on at that picture taking? Can I do? Yeah. Can I? Can I? Can I say that? It's, yeah. So he says, "Are you two ellipses naked ellipses question mark?" Yeah. So that feels like he's like, "Um, are you two naked?" Hmm. Yeah. Because there's yeah. an ellipses before the yeah. question. There was mark, a shoulder so. shrug at the end. Yeah. yeah. There's this little shoulder shrug with uh, palms facing mm-hmm. upward. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, yeah. Very tasteful way to say what the hell's uh, going on with that picture. Well, do you want to... I mean, you can answer that. I mean, you were... Cash was not naked. He was wearing yeah. uh, camouflage capris mm-hmm. at the time. I was naked, but mm-hmm. I had a Ziploc baggie over my whistle standard. <laughs> and uh, actually... Over <laughs> your honey stick. Yeah, a lot of people say, TJ, why do you keep referring to your, your, your male member as a whistle standard? And I say, well, because uh, it's the gold standard of, you know what I mean? We had just eaten, actually, some cantaloupe, and it turned out part of those were from from TJ's cantaloupe hand. I The true story is we had just gone swimming, yeah. and, and the picture was just above the waist. Which, how, how often, I mean, how often do we really go swimming? That's That's part of... Well, if you come over more often... And that's a standing invitation, mister. Uh, you know, I prefer uh, I, my invitations from a sitting host. Sitting position. I'm starting to understand why you don't come over more often. You're out here in the wilderness. Uh, well, a lot of times when you say, uh, well, TJ, around. where are you? Why do you, why do you have that, the fur legs on? And I, yeah. you know, and I'm always going, you know, I, I'm, I'm, playing, uh, I'm playing the goat-footed pan mm-hmm. in, uh, in a, a high school production of Pan's Labyrinth, which is mm-hmm. an adaptation of the Guillermo del Toro film. And uh, that's all a lie. I come up here to either Northern California or Alaska, depending on how much I've had to drink beforehand. Mm -hmm. I think there's other reasons, too. I mean, you know, uh, if I were to describe your swimming, uh, I I would describe it as maybe almost as if a a long haired uh, ferret has fallen off a ship into some uh, pretty treacherous oceans. A lot of people say when I do the butterfly, it looks like a drunk dolphin. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people say yeah. when I do the dolphin, it uh, looks like I'm raping a <laughs> sea animal. 
Yeah, you look like a drunk starfish, and a lot of people don't you know, sort of recognize that right out of the bat. I look like a sea. It, a drunk I, starfish doesn't cling very well. Yeah, kind of floats around the I, upper I, upper areas of the seas. When I swim, I look like a seahorse that's been told to go fuck himself, and then he does because he has both genitalia. <laughs> uh, well. That's partially why you don't swim more often, I would presume. But we went in there. We took pictures. Uh, somebody else wrote, James Lund, at J- Lund James, writes, How can I sleep better at night when I'm so light-sensitive? And this kind of brings us to a practice living the modern age. I don't know if I've told people about it, but I always sleep with an eye blanket. It's you the do. sleeve of a soft, sh- long-sleeve shirt, and I put it over my eyeballs, and it works. And, and the, the long-sleeve shirt is just next to you? Yeah. You know what I would love to do on Halloween? I call it my eye blanket. Even my son, he's two now, and I'll, uh, two and a half, and I'll get a chance. Can you bring me an eye blanket? And he'll, he knows what to bring me. He brings me an extra soft you shirt. You know what I'd love to do on Halloween yeah. is when yeah. you're sleeping, slowly get into that shirt <laughs> so that you wake up and you're like, this eye blanket's heavy. And then you're like, ah! And I'm like, cash, let's me, let's go swimming. Because those things they give you on the planes or whatever with a strap on them, those are yeah. too tight. Those are ridiculous. Those, those aren't, you don't need that. You need an eye blanket. Uh, yeah, I, I do a thing where I have a guy in a long sleeve shirt hug my, my head. Uh, Desiree, D's yeah. Rose. You have a koala bear squat on your face while at, you're sleeping. At D's Rose, yeah. At D's yeah. Rose writes, Het neue Glomaske ist ut probren van de Douglas. Uh, hashtag Hutteverbettering. Hashtag new product. Hashtag maskers. And I just, I've got to reiterate, whatever language this is, if it's Denmarkian, if it's Finlandish, uh, I, I, I just yeah. don't understand it. And so yeah. please stop. You yeah, know? I'm glad you keep reading those. That's uh... Well, this guy, Yokama Kapuras, wrote, V is Fath Tema, Galerea, hashtag maskers. I don't understand that at all. Um. Uh, but but you know to do a real a real maskers, uh, Nick Jones mm-hmm. Lane at three sixty okay L A N E okay uh, writes Cash Levy I want to know if this mask makes my face look fat, but I don't want T J Miller to lose his mind. You uh, oh shit oh no make I angry make I angry ah! it's not about masks it's ask the masters we made the decision to call it maskers we made about 3,000 buttons look at this picture of this guy with this mask on here it's worth looking up go to him I mean not only does it make his face look fat it makes his beard look like his neck is fucking his hair we lost, we lost, we lost your audio. I think. Really? There now. You're back. Yeah, now TJ, you're back. Uh, we lost I my audio. I got so angry. The pine, you got so angry. Some of the pine cones got crushed, and now I see some hikers in the distance. Use that what? anger. Go off into the forest and scare the shit out of them. Okay, I'm leaving. I got to zip this back okay, up. Thanks for coming, TJ. Thank you for having me. Hey, Goodbye, everybody. We love you. The twelve and a half. Listen, come and see us live. I'm, I, I, you know, I'm not currently in town and won't be until August. Yeah, tell iTunes you like us. Yeah. Are you sake. doing anything? Yeah. To make a review on. Are you doing anything coming up? Yeah. You I tell them. I got to go. I'm in the, the forest. Go scare those people. Hey! Ba-da-da-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba
sandwich or what? Mayte. 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 Now leaving nerdist.com. 